Welcome to episode 28 of the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast, where this week we discuss elephants on the pitch, the first ever Premier League team to field 11 foreign players, policeman's helmet on your helmet, and do double game weeks matter to you, one. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 28. Hello Rich. Hello Rob. You alright? Yeah, I'm very well. Good, and Will is here too. Hello. It's <laughs> Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers, more softly I'm spoken. to be here at Leicester City. I like the fantasy football hangover. Uh, who it's doesn't? my favourite podcast. He's <laughs> got Irish. Brendan, he's a versatile man, isn't he? Hi Brendan. Is Brendan Rogers not Irish? He is Northern Irish. Yeah, he's Northern Irish. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was Scottish. <laughs> no, no, Northern Irish. He's no. Catholic. That's yeah. amazing. He's crossed south of the border. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's fine. So here we are. We are in the middle of the cup and international break, looking way ahead to game week 32. So excuse us if anything changes, because we are a little bit early on this one. But, you know, we thought we'd break up the monotony of what can sometimes be a cup or an international break. I can't believe and there's European qu- Championship qualifications already. It's already? like, I don't know, feels it's weird. Went, yeah. yeah, how far, 2020 We're, we've is We've not that? even had the Nations League yet. So. No, what happened to that? <laughs> but they scrap it. It's all gone. <laughs> England got to the final, they were like, fuck it. Uh, do you know dump what? It. Yeah, dump it. <laughs> so yeah, managers may have been sat, players may have been injured, and their, their seasons may, may be over. Prime Minister. Yeah. <laughs> We may not know, the world may have ended, but you will be listening to this as, it, as your ears melt <laughs> in the nuclear. So, a little recap on us. We are Fantasy Football Hangover, three friends, love fantasy football, beer, talking about football, and that's kind of what we do here. And most of the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're privy to the highlights. <laughs> you lucky people, yeah. This does get edited. And we will have a little six in 60 for you, six tips in 60 seconds. A Sari question, um, best of, worst of, which is footballing chairman this yeah, week. right. And we'll look ahead to game week 32, which is the first double game week for a while after our very quiet game week 31. Mm. Yeah. And so, we'll have a secret brand new quiz. Ah, secret so brand new se- quiz. So secret. Secret brand new quiz. <laughs> it's a secret, it's a secret, secret brand new quiz. Whoa. <laughs> a a jingle. Live jingle as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's so secret, only you know about it, Mitch. Yeah, Do you know about it, Will? No, I, oh. I mean, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. No, any of the details. I know nothing either. So, should we have a look at our 6 and 60 tips for Game Week 32? Let's go. Woo! Okay, so first up, I have Saeed Kolasinic of Arsenal. Uh, he's cemented his place at left wing back. He's getting forward loads. He's only 5.5 million. He's got three assists in seven and has Newcastle, Everton, Watford and Crystal Palace coming up. And secondly, Raheem Sterling, uh, 11.5 million. We all know about Raheem. Uh, just get him in your team. Over to you, Will. Oh, I like the rhyme. Uh, Lacazette, 9.4 at time of recording. He's back on the assists and the goals. Go for him. And then... Jimenez, double game week, Burnley coming up in this, and then United. Ooh, I've gone defence, so Laporte at Man City, 5.9 million, 
7.1% owned as we record. Fulham, Cardiff and Palace next. And then Christopher Smalling and his new hair at Man United. 5.6 million, 1.3% owned. Watford, Wolves in the double game week. And then he has a blank, but then he's got West Ham and Everton. Nice one. Uh, I noticed we only had two of the double game week players there, Jimenez and Smalling. Well observed. I, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of misleading, those double game weeks. because They can be, can't they? Yeah. There's rotation. There is. There's rotation, there's tiredness. I don't know. I, I was toying with Lukaku, with Pogba, with Rashford. Yeah. yeah but it's you just don't know if there's going to be rotation. There's it Champions just, League. There's lots going on. It I just think. feels good when you set your team, doesn't it? And you see those two yeah. fixtures under your player's little icon. It's like booking a Friday off before a bank holiday Monday. It's like that little bonus you know, <laughs> you're getting. Yeah. But it can be misleading. I think Smalling's a great shot because he will undoubtedly he seems to be there's an injury Solskjaer's you know, choice centre back will play both games yeah, I reckon he's I, got a goal in him I think David Ahea would be a good one as well because you know he'll yeah. do both games so you'd fancy United to yeah take at least four points yeah games, I, I toyed with Patricio as well but he's been rotated recently well he, he only yeah. has because um, Ruddy how they yeah Ruddy Ruddy, Ruddy yeah. they wanted to Warm Ruddy up for the Man City game in the FA Cup. Ah, okay. So it was a case of getting him a bit Some of minutes. bit of play. Nuno, is it Nuno Santos? Yeah, he uh, he was like, oh, I need to get him warmed up. Is that Ruddy that used to be at Norwich? Yeah. Oh right, yeah. He's aged well, same Ruddy. Same old Ruddy. Very well. Yeah. Wasn't he? He's he's been in the Premier League for quite a few seasons now. Yes. Like different clubs, but yeah. Good player. Good, good player, John Ruddy. Yeah, so, you'll get some good games. Yeah, so they are our tips for 32, and we'll talk about game week 32 more towards the end of the episode. But, Rich, I believe I've heard a vicious rumour you have a Sarri question. Yeah, I do. I don't know. 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 So, a couple of weeks ago, when you were sadly missing, Rob... Um, Will and I uh, talked about the first, or the last, or was it the last All English eleven? Yes, you play? did. The yeah. last was ever All English eleven in the Premier League. And when Aston was that Villa in '99? Which raised some questions um, about the first All Foreign eleven, and we debated on the show whether it was Chelsea or Arsenal. We thought it was Chelsea. I can tell you, it was in fact Chelsea Football this is a Club. Quiz. Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so they played Southampton uh, uh, away and they won 2-1. Uh, that team featured nine nationalities, but can, if I name the nationality, can you name the player? Oh, I like it. OMG. So obviously, there'll be a little overlap. Did you say what year it was? Sorry, 99? No, it, that was filler, wasn't it? It Villa was, was nine time, but I think it was it the was same season. Yeah, it was the same season. 2000, yeah. 2000, yeah. Um, so, the first one, Dutch. De Hoy. Correct. Will Nichols. I'm running uh, in the order you'd expect in terms of Dude, positions. Well, to give you a clue. So, Spanish. Oh, uh, fullback. Spanish fullback. Small. Dark hair. Oh, I don't know. Okay, we Rhymes let's... with dark hair. Rhymes with dark hair. Albert Ferrer. Hey. <laughs> and then we have Brazilian. This one I would never have got. Oh, not... Um... The guy that took the free kicks, Alex. Is it Alex? Mm-mm. No. Mm. Okay. We'll leave. We'll leave that blank. French. Yeah. Galas. 
No, it was Arsenal. Uh, 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 Bald. Um, yeah, Chris oh, Keir playing back. Leboeuf. Leboeuf. Yeah, Frank Leboeuf. Yes. Uh, a Nigerian left back. Desai. No, not, not, not Nigerian. <laughs> no, that's not uh, But I didn't mean him. Uh, oh, man. Uh, His first name is Celestine. Babayaro. Oh, yeah. Babayaro. Uh, Great. We have a, uh, a Romanian. Pet Rescue. Rescue. Yeah. Pet Rescue. Pet Rescue. Pet Rescue. Rescue. Very good. Properly. French midfielder. Mm. Oh, um, not Deschamps. Deschamps? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Deschamps, fond of fairing liquids on his back, the water carrier. Uh, <laughs> then we have an Italian midfielder. Biali. Scored the fastest FA Cup of all time. Yes, yes Bobby D. And then uh, up front, a Norwegian. Very tall. Good Jonsson. No. no, he's Icelandic. Tor Andre Flay. Yes. And the, the final Flo. piece of the puzzle. Jimmy Floyd. I wasn't sure if he was a midfielder, a second midfielder or a striker. He's Italian. Um, his name sounds a little bit like a brand of custard. Pavarotti. <laughs> birds. <laughs> this is, it was, uh, Giovanni Birds. <laughs> Gabriele Ambrosetti. Oh, I would never have got that. Yeah, oh, Ambrosia Custard. Yeah, yeah. Ambrosia Custard. They so there you go. There's some romantic players in there. It's not much of a Sari because Sari we normally have to have the whole. Yeah, I've kind of spoiled Sari. What was the one bit. we didn't get? There was one. Yeah, can you name the missing Brazilian? <laughs> that's that's the question. That was just the preamble. perfect. Missing the Brazilian. missing Brazilian centre back. I'll leave you some time to think okay. about it. It's Did we name eleven players then? You named ten. And who was oh, right, who was the manager? Rad Gullet. Oh, good question. If I wrote it down, I didn't. No, I would put that Viali. Yeah, I think it probably was Viali. Otherwise, Viali would have been playing. Although Viali probably would have played himself, even if he was manager. Would he, though? Maybe not. Maybe towards the end of his tenure. That's a good question. Good, Sarah. Well done, Mitch. So, yeah, get your thoroughly. Okay, so we've got to guess our Brazilian. What was he? Brazilian centre back. Okay, we'll keep thinking about that. So, shall we go into our best of, worst of for this week? Let's do it. So we're looking at best and worst footballing chairman slash owners slash owners massive slash owners I found a good quote actually when I was looking at this which I will begin with and then let you two a few tales. Um, they say the quickest way to become a millionaire is by being a billionaire and then buying a football club. Ooh. That gives Ooh, you some yeah. idea of the ridiculous level of investment required. Wow. There you go. There you go. A word of warning. I'm yes. not sure Abramovich is in that situation, is he? No, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So some people have done all right out of it. Yeah. How did you two get on with you? I learned oh, some things. Did you? Sure. Yeah, I learned, learned about some men. Did you? <laughs> Shady men? Right? Successful men? Handsome Let me men. kick you off with Douglas Craig off of okay. York City. Anyone else find out about Douglas Craig? No, no I, I don't know about Douglas. I'm not aware of Douglas. He was chairman of, maybe owner and chairman of, of um, York City from 1990 to 2002. Right. Let's just set, set him up with this stat. He was the only chairman to refuse to sign up for Let's Kick Racism Out of Football. Oh, oh, I did read like about him. Sounds like a nice guy. Not already. Yeah, already. Yeah. 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 92 chairman. He's the only one not. I did read about um, <coughs> You might recall in the 1995-96 season, York City famously <coughs> knocked Manchester United out of the League Cup. In this match, Ginner Hall, who was a left-back for um, York City, famously nutmegged Ryan Giggs. 
And after the match, the chairman said to him, to, uh, he said, cut out the fancy stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. Nutmeg Ryan so he's Let's oh. say he's a traditionalist. Yeah, right. Not into nutmegs. Old guard. Not into anyone of ethnic minority, let's say. Oh. We're not calling him a racist, but he just yeah. doesn't like defending yeah. racism. Yeah. No, doesn't like <laughs> tackling racism. Um, he also transferred ownership of their grounds to a holding company in his name in a very dubious deal. Um, and then subsequently was kicked out of the club. Uh, and they were relegated two seasons later and basically haven't returned to the Football League since. So a bit of a disaster <coughs> yeah, all thank, round. Thanks, Mr. Dougie. Uh, yeah, Dougie. Um, I, I saw a, a similar sort of owner. I don't know if you read about Ken Richardson. Oh, Ken Richardson. Ken Richardson. I Doncaster saw a lot about him. Rovers. So Ken, um, he, in 1995, he put in planning permission to move to a new stadium, uh, which was rejected by the local council. So he famously paid two local criminal criminals, one of whom was a former SAS operative, yeah. to burn down the Bellevue Stadium in something straight out of Dream Team or EastEnders yeah. for £10,000. Uh, so the plan was claim the insurance, sell on the cleared land, make a tidy profit. But one of the blundering criminals, uh, namely the SAS man, uh, dropped his mobile on the scene oh. and... <laughs> Probably within a couple of weeks, uh, South Yorkshire Police got in touch with Ken and he was sentenced to four years in jail. Yeah. Um, four years? Wow. Four years in his, uh, yeah, in his part in uh, considered fraud and arson. Uh, Did you see that in his final season as manager, Doncaster were relegated to the conference. They lost 34 out of 46 games and they had a goal difference of minus 93. I mean, wow. that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, the boss... Kerry Dixon claimed Richardson interfered in picking the team. I would run one thing that I couldn't corroborate, but when the club were in such financial difficulty, one website with no substantial backing or facts attached suggested there was social money. They appointed the former manager of the club <coughs> shop as the manager of the football team. So any Donny fans out there, I don't know if that's true. That may be hearsay, but, but do let us know. Which member of hearsay? <laughs> I tried to give a member of his say no no let's go with that yes I really like Marlene yep Marlene Marlene um, class was Rachel in there no no it was no the one that looks a bit like Shrek yeah yes yeah. Yeah, was yeah, oh maybe that was ever. no that was Danny oh was it oh, yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't it oh I was thinking Danny when you were saying no 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 yeah I don't know what no looks like but Danny looked like Shrek yeah so yeah let's bring him back anyway. bless him so you two started with two worst dogs you two oh no <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, she's <laughs> Adam in there. Adam Clayton. Adam Clayton. <laughs> Good one. That's enough. Um, I have one. <coughs> oh, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so I've gotten a bit of a pickle. I ate too much uh, falafel. That's how I like to roll. <laughs> yeah. um, I have one who straddles both best of and worst of. Uh, uh, your friend of mine, Al Fired of Fulham fame. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who, uh, who I just think was a great character, a bit eccentric. Yeah, missing from the game. Yeah, yeah, used to love a little walk around the pitch and soaking up the applause. Um, came out with some very good sound bites, but of course unveiled that wonderful Michael Jackson statue. Yes. Incredible. And received a lot of criticism. Which has now been removed from the Football Hall of Fame, I believe. Has it? Has it? Because yeah. it went to a museum, didn't it? Yeah, it's been removed from the museum. Right. Yeah. As a result of the recent <laughs> documentary. I mean, it was very odd. I actually used to go to Fulham at the time, so I lived quite near the ground and... Myself and a friend went along a few times and it was very bizarre. But um, what he, at the time, our fired said, 
the Fulham fans that are criticising it, they had a choice. They can either go to Chelsea or go to hell. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, that was that was the offering he gave. If they didn't like Pretty the statue, yeah. if they weren't a fan of the statue, and uh, I remember being there, <clears throat> Man United game, and there was a good ten minutes of something we mentioned in a previous podcast of chanting, where the Man United fans chanted, "Jimmy Savile, Michael Jackson," <laughs> repeatedly for <about laughs> ten minutes. And the, age, the channel Savile was a Fulham fan, wasn't he? Yeah, loved it. Um, yeah, no, there you go. Channel 4 have uh, backed up that allegation there that Man United fans were singing about yeah. about seven seasons ago. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I I wanted to, do you guys know the story of uh, Luciano Gauci, the uh, until recently Perugia owner? No. I sort of saw, there were a few in my research of Italian owners, yeah. and I, I may have seen this, but yeah. It's go. pretty rich pickings mm. out, out in Italy. So Luciano uh, Gauci... Um, it's an interesting uh, story because he, he's a Roman. He came from nothing. He uh, drove a bus for a while. He won a competition to get a desk job there. He made enough from the desk job to to buy a horse uh, called Tony Bin um, <laughs> for 7 million Italian lira, which is probably about 26 pence. Uh, but it went on to be incredibly successful. Won 3.4 billion uh, lira in uh, prize money alone, and he sold it for 5 billion lira. So what do you do from there? Obviously, you buy a football club. <laughs> so uh, in November 1991, he bought Perugia, who were then in Serie C1. Um, and he oversaw uh, them going up to Serie B in 1993. But they weren't actually promoted because it turned out the referee for the two games against Syracuse and Nola was a close friend of the chairman (laughs) whose father-in-law had bought one of his horses at a substantially discounted rate. Um, So they then Aracriel were promoted instead. Um, He was banned for three years at this point, but attended every single game and taking the ensuing hefty fine each and every time. But that's that's just a preamble. So... um, the the, the headlines really are... They they got promoted. They were actually very successful. Um... But in 2000, they signed the South Korean striker, uh, Yang Hwan An, who you might remember from uh, the World Cup in 2002, because he famously scored the golden goal that put Italy out of the World Cup. So what was Gauti's response? He refused to pay him. His direct quote was, I have no intention of paying a salary to someone who ruined Italian football. (laughs) And it left for... Uh, Jung Hun An um, with nowhere to go so he went back to the club and then uh, proceeded to go on back to Japan and play for surely he didn't get away with that yeah no he got he went ended up playing for S-Pulse in uh, Japan he also famously signed uh, Saadi Gaddafi's uh, as a striker which of course Colonel Gaddafi's son uh, Colonel Gaddafi um, played 15 minutes football for them and failed a drugs test um (laughs) He also owned a club called Vitabese, which he bought with his proceeds as well. And he appointed a lady called Carolina Morace as the manager, who was the first ever female manager in football. Wow. And he spent a huge amount... Progressive then. That was quite progressive on that front. He spent a huge amount of time um, trying to sign the first ever female football player for a male team. Did he? And he got substantially, uh, well, publicly at least, uh, along the line doing it it turns out the rule books didn't um, quite allow it 
But uh, in the end, Perugia went bankrupt right. in 2005. Um, Gauci was implicated in irregular dealings and fled to the Dominican Republic for three years. I mean, if what you're going to go somewhere, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. What, what a character. character. Yeah, one of, one, of, one of the greats. Do you guys remember Sam Haman? Oh, who was course, yeah. chairman of Wimbledon and then Wimbledon. Cardiff. Okay, yeah, yeah. And very much part of the crazy gang kind of yeah. fold, really. So yeah, lived the ethos. Yeah, definitely. He was unorthodox, I think is the is the correct phrase. But um, a, a couple of key things that he did. He Dean Holdsworth, if you remember Dean Holdsworth, yeah. as yeah. sort of star striker. He promised him a camel if he broke <laughs> the 20-goal barrier. He, uh, did he? Did he, he also, it? when trying to sign Robbie Earle... Um, who was cut at the time at Port Vale? Yeah, he locked him in a dressing room, refused to let him out until he signed. For <laughs> Amazing! And um, he also paraded elephants around the pitch at, at Selhurst Park. <laughs> at one point, did he? Did yeah. even get an yeah, elephant into a football? I don't browse. know. That's insane. Yeah, and then um, uh, when he then joined Cardiff, he called it orgy football. Um, and he was quoted as saying, the other team know they're going to get it, but they don't know from whom or where from. <laughs> Orgy football. <laughs> you just, that, that, that quote would not exist now, would it? No, absolutely not. So, yeah, brilliant. Loved him. <laughs> that is very amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I think we've nailed it. I, there's, there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, John Henry's a, I'm a fan of at Liverpool, who's obviously got them in very good shape after a bit of a shaky start. And I did go to John Henry's university in Liverpool, so I'm slightly biased. Well, there you go. Is he the same John Henry that's related to the music To the audio industry. company. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. Very niche, that. <laughs> John W. Henry, he is. Oh, uh, okay. And, um, yeah, I have to say, you know, massive success this season. It's um, very difficult to pronounce. Um, Guo Guang Chan, who, the Wolves chairman, who bought him in 2016. You've got to say it's done pretty well in three seasons. Yeah, absolutely. Promotion yeah. and consolidation, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, I think Wolves and Watford owners in particular have done a fantastic job yeah. of turning, turning things around. And obvi- obviously we've got to talk about the uh, the Leicester owner. Yeah, of course. And, and yeah. Him, what a, yeah, a lot of good things said before, yeah. obviously, what happened. Yeah, but, um, it's all been said, it's all been talked about. Yes. We should talk about Vincent Tan quickly, Vincent maybe, Tan, just, I mean, just for yeah. <laughs> famously turning... Uh, Cardiff, Turning Cardiff red. red. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Just crazy. And Assam Alam as well at Hull trying to turn them into Hull Tigers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just crazy, isn't it? You can rail against, rail in the face of your own fans. Yeah, but that Cardiff move so, worked. Well, it didn't work, but they did. he did change the kit, didn't he? For red, to red for at least. It, it did, a yeah, season, it was a season it? they were in red. Yeah. It's crazy. Very didn't odd. go down well. Well, we did have a bit of. I, I know we'll go into correspondence later, but yeah. on the um, so we're part of a, a rather brilliant FPL is Life Instagram group, and uh, FPL Penguin, who is uh, a regular contributor to that. If you're yeah. on Instagram, look up FPL Penguin. Um, sent some pictures of the before and after of Blackpool, um, sort of from the. During the boycott from 2015 right. uh, to 2019, so it's a lovely photo of a, an empty stadium, basically, and now a full stadium, and that is in relation to bad owners, okay. yes, yeah. isn't it? But we, I saw that in the group, and I thought that is that's definitely well worth done. mentioning. Yeah, yeah good, man. good man. The penguin is he a man? The penguin? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's just a penguin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we should move on to our correspondence. People have been in touch from last week's episode. 
Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Generic Hash has been in touch on Twitter uh, in relation to the pitch invasion topic of last week. Yes. And he says that the first game he took his son to ended in a pitch invasion. So it was also a Leighton Orient game because I talked uh, about Leighton Orient. So uh, at the time, his son, who he says is six years old now, um, believed was a totally normal end of a football match, so, <laughs> which is a great one. <laughs> yeah, nice. uh, so he said that it was about two years ago at Leighton Orient versus Hartlepool as they were both heading towards relegation from the Football League. After the final whistle, the pitch flooded with chanting and dancing fans. There may have also been a flare or two, he added. Uh, he had. Uh, some dressed as clowns to highlight their opinion of the owner. Uh, they stayed in the stands, but it was very memorable, especially when my then four-year-olds chanted in with the Bacchetti out chants. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually uh, also brilliant. refers to our bad owners, weirdly, because yeah. Bacchetti at Orient was a disgrace. Terrible. Good, terrible name. Good name for a four-year-old's chant. Yeah, and favourite chants. Yeah, I mean, he basically took the club down. We heard from Pete, Peter Fleet. Peter Fleet. Pete Fleet, surely. Pete Fleet. Why would you call yourself Carmen Pete? Just, just short <laughs> to Pete. Pete Fleet in Wigan. Um, he had a favourite memory of a pitch invasion, which he couldn't remember exactly when, but I, I, I can see this image. There was the classic, I think it was 80s, maybe late 70s, um, streaker, as we discussed last week, we missed the streakers, and the policeman chasing after him, kind of rugby tackling him, yeah. and then hit the good old-fashioned police helmet, Covering helmet over helmet, oh, yeah, over the <laughs> the, uh, the genitalia, yes, that's quite like remember that one? image. Uh, I kind of remember yeah, the image fifth, yeah. of the police helmet being, but I couldn't tell again. You this is was. something I recall from um, Dennis Norton's Dennis Norton. It'll Be Alright Online, <laughs> but yeah, it's or a Benny Hill sketch, I'm not sure which one. It's really yeah. Same thing, really, isn't it? Rich, did you have any? You have any? Uh, no, I didn't have anything. No. Although I could make something up that um, someone wrote in right. someone, <laughs> uh, uh, saying it would be amazing if Rich had a really amazing new quiz game. This is a very good point. Oh, okay. Which, we'll get on to that. So but first, all I been need thinking. to. James Kirkham said, "What do oh, we think Kirks. about? Yeah, what do we think about Declan Rice winning Irish Young Player of the Year? Oh, yeah." In the same month that he announced he was going to play for England. Was that a kind of two fingers up? Is that, is that why that happened? No, I don't think so. No, no, I, no not at all. He, he oh, switched just, allegiances. It's just a, he switched a terrible allegiances. And yeah, he'd, ah. been, he'd been announced. But as that's Irish a great pub quiz question for years to come, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, which England international won best Irish <laughs> young player of the year? I mean, it's strange of the Irish FA to kind of, even if the decision was made before, not to kind of amend it. In yeah. light of the Declan, other the declaration. Anyway, um, he hasn't actually played for England yet, has he? No. So technically, he's declared, but is still if he he could still choose to play for Ireland. I got one. Yes, that's until true. he's actually counted. yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, right. So maybe that's like but he's because he's played for Ireland for the in friendlies. Yeah, but nothing oh, competitive. Of course, yeah. yeah. So maybe it's a last minute. Come and get me, please. Yes, but right. he says I, I feel he an olive branch. Yeah, yeah, I guess or a. But he's a shamrock. Shamrock. No. A shamrock branch. Yeah. Um, I had one from Steve Armstrong in Chichester, some Chichester Sam, who said um, in the old days of Brighton playing in the Goldstone, him and a mate went to a Brighton game and he was going to 
do the streak in the pants. He's going to keep his pants on. And they'd had a couple of beers before the game and he got they're about five rows back and he got the majority of clothes on. His clothes on, sorry, got into the aisle and then just got stopped by a steward. Didn't get anywhere near <laughs> the <laughs> game. And, and then what presumably frog marched up yeah, the steps now the ground. Yeah, his <laughs> in his pantaloons. <laughs> and Steve probably had to follow him. And you close, mate. Embarrassing. Did you ever do streaking as a teenager, like when you were out no. in your local area? Not in my local area. It, like in the sea. In the sea, it's yeah. Dipping, yeah. That kind of thing, but not in my local area. Yeah. You used to do this I, quite regularly. I, I, I was. Reco- I, I, <laughs> there's a memory I have, and I'm not sure how real it is, yeah. but of. A group of us at a house party deciding we were going to go streaking, probably yeah. after seeing Old School, you know, the film where Will Ferrell's like, let's go streaking. <laughs> yeah. Snoop, Loop, bring your hat. <laughs> um, and I think we probably watched that and thought we were really cool and we maybe went streaking. And I feel like as my pants were around my ankles, I fell and <laughs> cracked my knees open. And basically, I just had to go and sit with bloody knees. There was also that. In the house. I think also, like I, that was as far as I got was just bloody there's, knees. There's also that thing when you're younger as well, isn't there? You've had a couple of drinks and you kind of think, there's girls here. If I get, Oh, I'm not sure there were girls get, there. I'll be honest. <laughs> maybe his there's sister. Boys here, there's boys here. If I get my Rudy bits out, then it would definitely lead to sex. Uh, yeah, I think there is a mentality of that. In this yeah. case, that, that wasn't <laughs> part of it. I don't even think that was part of it. Yeah, it's a shame we grow out of that. Um, Why so did Rich, I admit those things? Rich, you, uh, you, you flirted with, or flirted with, you hinted at the idea of uh, a new quiz. Yes, yeah. quickly, move yeah. on. Okay, so Crack. this is a new quiz. It's called Who's Klein Is It Anyway? <laughs> and what I'd like you to do, I'm going to read you out several uh, fa- well, famous and less famous footballing quotes and I would like you to attribute the player Great. to the quotes. I like this. So they're not all from Nathaniel Klein? No, none of them yeah. are from Nathaniel Klein. Uh, okay. I should probably get that out now because yeah. um, he didn't have any interesting quotes available online at the time of writing. Okay. Um, so we'll just do this free-for-all. Yeah. I'll, it won't be individual points. So the first one is... Is there a buzzer? Do we need to buzz? Uh, make your mouth buzzer. Marr. Bugger Rob. off. Right, okay, excellent. So that was Will with the mer and Rob with the bugger off, just to be clear, dear listeners. So the first one is, my parents have always been there for me ever since I was about seven. <laughs> I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, you would have done. Uh, uh, I don't want to buzz in, but someone's Bugger got to off. Go on. Go on, Rob. Jamie Vardy. No. David Beckham correct oh, okay question number two I've had 14 bookings this season eight of which were my fault but seven of which were disputable <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing Don Hutchinson no, no lots of bookings bugger off go on Will. Vinnie Jones I'm Rob sorry Rob <laughs> uh, it was actually Paul Gascoigne Paul Gascoigne uh, okay. okay third one uh, I couldn't settle in Italy it was like living in a foreign country Bugger off. Rob. Paul Gascoigne. No. Mar- Will. Um, uh, Robbie Keane. No, it was Ian Rush following uh, his 87 to 88 uh, move to Juventus for £3.2 million. Pounds. Uh, Germany are a very difficult team to play. They had 11 internationals out there. <laughs> Mar- Will. Kevin Keegan. Incorrect. Uh, bugger off. Rob. John Barnes. No, it was famous Northern Ireland international Steve Lomas. Ah. <laughs> Steve Lomas. We're ever going to get that. Almost uh, also famous for a tremendous knee slide off scoring for Manchester City towards the fans was 
wielding a huge erection. Look that up, <laughs> look that up, listeners. <laughs> okay, I can see the carrot at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Bugger off. Rob! Brendan Rogers. No. <laughs> Will. Paul Gascoigne. No, it was Stuart Pearce. Oh, what? Okay, just a couple more. Um, that's completely unstoppable. But the keeper has got to do better for me. He's a commentator. Bugger off. So, Rob. Ron Atkinson. No. John Watson. No, it was oh. Michael Owen. Oh, he's not a commentator. Michael. Well, he's now. I'm 1 0 up, by the way, just to. Uh, <laughs> one after like 10 close. of these. <laughs> Two more. Uh, after the wheel, the PlayStation is the greatest invention of all time. <laughs> Meza oh. Ozil. Incorrect. <sighs> Bugger off. Rob. Simon PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> it was Andrea. It was Andrea Pirlo. Oh for God's sake! <laughs> After the wheel. After the wheel. Wow. And the final one. Um, he dribbles a lot, and the opposition don't like it. You can see it all over their faces. Very <laughs> 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 keen. No. <sighs> Bugger off, Rob. Ron Atkinson. It was Ron Atkinson! It's officially a tie. In off the post. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for taking part in the (laughs) round of whose line is it anyway? I mean, some excellent quotes there, but it's very hard to (laughs) get. Steve Lomas is... It's so niche. talking about the PlayStation. You guys did well. One each is good. Very good. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe yeah. some more accessible quotes <laughs> when it resurfaces. Yeah, can we have some from Theresa May or something? <laughs> well, we may in a the bit more days. contemporary. Am I captain this week? Yeah. Do yeah. I choose? Yeah. Am I captain this week? Anyway, so uh, we should move on to our TCT. Oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. Will, as we're recording a little bit early and the fixtures haven't quite yet finished, we can't recap on last week's uh, Henry's prediction, but we will listen to a returning star of the show, oh, right. young Arthur, Arthur Bailey, Foyter, who you may remember from very early on in the season, who sang about Mitrovic and oh, spoke yes. about... this might be my Because he scores TCT. all the dolls, yeah. And here he is, he's back again to help his dad Hamish with his captain choice for Game Week 32. Okay, so young Arthur had a choice between a Man City player or a Liverpool player for his dad's team going into Game Week 32, and this is the choice he made. I think Salah could do it, I could see the score. Fair enough. There you go. Yeah, he's straight convinced Salah is going to score against Tottenham. I mean, it's missing the Mitrovic song this time, yeah. but I like yeah. that he's straight to the point. Well, he's grown up a bit, hasn't he? He was so strong on his first effort that yeah. you know, this brevity can be expected. And also, it was earlier on in the season when Fulham were, you know, doing all Yeah, right he's and... probably a bit depressed about the Fulham yeah, situation. Yeah, bless him. He's Even though they have got sex And actually, maybe Parker. that's why he didn't pick the City player, because they are away at Fulham. Yeah, yeah this so. is true. He's a wise young lad, yeah. isn't he? Well done. So, we should look ahead to game week 32, should Let's. we not? So, as we mentioned, we are recording slightly ahead of Game Week 31 being complete. So, we haven't got the full stats on who's about and who's most transferred in, but 
Game Week 32 is the first double game week for a while. Yeah. Always a little bit exciting. Are you, yeah. Are we going to get... Oh, definitely. Are we already looking good for double game week players or are you going to get some yeah. in or are you going to ignore it? What's, I no, mean, I, I've got I've got my feel of Wolves and, and United players. Yeah. I've done for a while because um, I knew this was coming up. Yeah. So, yeah, I've definitely definitely planned ahead for this. It's a, but as I said at the top of the show, it's a tricky one, isn't it? It's I a just tricky one. They, there's it's rotation. There's there's cup. There's Europe. There's all sorts. You're getting close to what six game weeks left. Teams that are kind of between seventh and thirteenth are kind of safe. Yeah, it's kind of you start off to get the bit. switching off. I mean, Man City away to Fulham is the first fixture on Saturday, 30th of March, my birthday, FYI. So. Yeah. You can sing that every 30th day. 30th March. Yeah. And then well. the final fixture is Tuesday, the 2nd of April, Wolves hosting Man United. So, And they are the two teams with double fixtures. And you can't, you can't write off Wolves there, right? No. Because they, they have Burnley away on the Saturday and then Man United at home on the Tuesday and they play and very, very well against the bigger teams. Yeah, their record against top six is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. One of the best in the league. Um, and you fancy they've got Yota uh, and Jimenez in great form. Their defence normally does okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have quite a regular starting eleven. Yeah, Doherty's been a little bit disappointing on the point scoring chart recently. Yeah, after such a well, well an incredible season. Like regardless, it's been an incredible season for him. But yeah. just a few weeks of disappointment. And then Man United have got. And they've got a lot to play for, obviously, with Champions mm. League places. They've got Watford at well, home. Well, especially after the Arsenal defeat as well. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Watford yeah. at home on the Saturday 30th. And then, obviously, as we mentioned, Wolves away. So, you, I don't know. It could be it could be a double game week worth investing in. It could be, but, but I, think I think look you, elsewhere. You, I, and I, and I don't... United do have a blank game week 33. That's yeah, exactly. So, I wouldn't say load up on those players because... There's obviously going As to be a, a, a following blank. You know, you have to you have to yeah. be cautious with the blank. So I mean, look at Man City against Fulham, definitely. I think look at Palace, at home to Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah. Zaha is in a rich vein of form. Um, Milovic might score a penalty any week, yeah. pretty much. Exactly. That's why he's playing well. Yeah. Saka's getting forward. Schlupp's getting assists. I think there's it's often there's the way with players. double game weeks, isn't it? It's the it's the ones you overlook because you're so focused on the doubles. Like yeah. Chelsea, Huddersfield are so so done. Chelsea away at Cardiff as well. Yeah, Chelsea Cardiff's Chelsea Cardiff's definitely one to watch. Higuain. I mean, there's Hazard. There's definitely some players to watch there that you yeah. should get in. We're getting into the stage of season where it's like teams with something to play for. I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and then li- I mean, Liverpool Spurs is obviously the choice game in that in that game week as well, just because there's still so much to play for for both those sides. Spurs struggling to keep in the top four potentially. Yeah, Liverpool going for the yeah, it's been the league, top four. So. Arsenal at home to Newcastle as well. Newcastle have had a bit of a resurgence in form and traditionally don't do too bad against Arsenal, but you'd, you'd fancy the sort of attacking unit in Arsenal was clicking. Now it feels a little bit so maybe it could be worth a get. And I think um, Leicester. Versus Bournemouth mm. has got goals written all over it. It's one of your yeah. favourites, Robbie. Uh, a classic 2-2. Classic 2-2, yeah. Um, but yeah, Wilson, Brooks, Vardy, Madison. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, a few players you could pick out in those two teams. Get Very much first. nothing left to play for, really, for those teams as well. Yeah. I think they're both out of any kind of dogfight, would you say? Yeah, they're yeah. both safe, 100%. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, as we mentioned earlier on, we are a little bit earlier than normal recording this. So, if anything is, you know, slightly out of kilter, that's why. 
Oh yeah, all of those teams could be bankrupt by now. <laughs> Taken down by awful chairman. Let's hope not. But um Thanks for listening, thanks for chatting. And uh, uh no, we've got the Sari reveal. Yeah. Oh, and we've got yes. some beer. Honestly. Oh god, yeah. So it's unbelievable. So, Stop trying yeah. to end it before it's done, Rob. Jeepers, thanks, Rob. Bart. That's it, right. yeah. Bye. Come back, come back, don't don't go anywhere. Don't leave. Um so we're the same was about um Gianluca Viali's nineteen ninety nine Chelsea team, the first foreign eleven of um all time in the Premier League. And the one player we were missing was the Brazilian centre back. Yeah. Did you have any further thoughts on this? No. Festa. Edu. Naming some Brazilian. One Italian and one Brazilian. Brilliant. Play for Borough and Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, it is difficult. It, I, I can't remember at all. When I read the name, I remembered Santos. it, but couldn't put a face to it. It was Emerson Tome. Oh, yes. Remember Emerson Tome? I remember no. the name. Can't remember the face. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remember. So you both failed. Ah, uh, no mind. But, but you were very good in the other Biali was the manager. He was, We indeed. established that. Yeah. And that was the first foreign 11 of all time in the Premier League. There Interesting. No um, English players. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say no Viali because he was manager. But yeah, So we should end on our beer of the week. Oh yeah, mm, what did you think? What was your favourite? There were a couple. There were Will. You we were drinking the Rafiki. Your wife's is pretty good. Charlie Don't Surf by ABC. It's a very snazzy uh, can. Yeah, the Lagunitas. Um, That's the previous never, winner, isn't it? Uh, which is lovely. Um, yeah. I think we should give it to the Charlie Don't Surf yeah. by ABC Brewery because we had an good. ABC the other week. We did. Session IPA. Was it 4%? Yeah, 4%. Lovely, uh, lovely can. Manchester Brewery. Purple, We often, orange, go, we often go to London vibes. Brewery, so it's nice to have a, yeah. a northern brew. And, um, yeah, Drink we it. We recommend that as a cat going surfing. Right. Charlie Don't Surf. Gentlemen, thank you. We will be back very soon. Post game week thirty two. Post Brexit. Post. Post my birthday. Post Rob's birthday. Thanks for listening, Woo. everyone. Bye. Bye.